Welcome to The Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Today's sponsored Hot Topic features Lauren Rosendahl, founder and chairman at Galactic Entertainment. He is the founder at Planet Quest, where he also brings together an all-star team of Hollywood and games industry talent to create the world's first cinematic multiverse built from the ground up with its community in mind. The goal, creating the next Marvel or Star Wars franchise based on blockchain technology. Lauren, welcome to Edge of NFT. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Ethan. Great to be here. Yeah, Lauren, we get really excited about entertainment industry applications of Web3 technology. And it sounds like what you're building is falls in that category. So you've launched the first community-friendly NFT planet sale back in May. Can you walk us through the details? Oh, yeah. Well, let me like rewind that into the concept of even selling planets, which I'm sure as we delve deeper into Planet Quest and its concept, we'll, I mean, we'll get I, I've more been, into. I've been buying planets for a long time, but for those at home, yeah, let's rewind right. a little bit. It's kind of like just buying I mean, an island. It's very similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like if you look at it big picture, when obviously we started growing this idea of Planet Quest and the notion of a cinematic multiverse and taking that into like the sci-fi realm, which we're very excited about, right? So lots of background there. We have great people from the movie industry that have worked on Star Wars and Blade Runner and all these awesome sci-fi franchises, if you will, right? Our natural thought went to, well, if we want to maximize the potential of true digital ownership, right? Which is something we happen to do via NFTs. What would be the coolest thing that you could possibly own in like amazing sci-fi multiverse? And so obviously your thoughts goes to, well, you know, think Star Wars, right? What would you give to own Hoth or one of these planets that's just been the playground of these amazing epic adventures? And so that idea started really early on. And we actually went into Stealth Mode and spent quite some time building this really cool tech called the Genesis engine, which essentially allows us to proceed really well, still using some level of sort of Hollywood art direction, generate entire planets from orbit in 3D. And then indeed, in May, we launched our like community-friendly planet sale, where people were able to write essentially a motivation letter and apply to buy a planet. And obviously, people did in quite some large numbers. And then we created kind of a top ranking and we let go of the first roughly a thousand and something planets into the community. Beautiful. And I don't know why when I hear the term community-friendly planet sale, I imagine like a farmer's market. I have no idea why those two things are coming <laughs> together. But what do you mean when you say community-friendly? How do you make it community-friendly? So, yeah. So the thing is, like, when you're selling digital assets like this, right, people realize there's a lot of value to be had. There's only a limited amount. So a lot of the time, what tends to happen is just some technically savvy people will set up a bot, right? And a lot of these sales tend to be first come, first serve. So like five seconds after the button has been pushed and the sale is live, all the planets are gone. 
And it's like ticket scalpers. They're like selling them secondhand on the market for twice the price, three times the price, four times the price. We wanted to avoid that. And so for that reason, we essentially had people write applications and we could also compare their history with the project. Had they been part of our community for a longer time? Had they participated in it? Had they been part of the storyline? Had they brought their friends along, et cetera, et cetera, along with their motivation, which kind of allowed us to be much more selective when it came to ranking and then letting these people in. So rather than yeah. just being some kind of a bang, let's go first come first serve, it was really just based on merit. Yeah, that is cool. And that does make a lot of sense. And that is much appreciated. And I also appreciate that in my farmer's market, right? There's not some bot that's grabbing all the incredible heirloom tomatoes. And then I have to go and for <laughs> yeah, myself, we, right? we got the best one in the morning, like at seven o'clock. And yeah. now that you're here, we have them at our own stand, right? These exactly. are the, the, the only well, legendary um, heirloom tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, raised over $60 million in commitments during your first plant sale. Not shabby at all. In that's fact, a lot, that's yeah. pretty epic. What do these planets look like? What did people buy? Yeah, this is really, really cool, right? So even as we launched the sale, we opened up the live 3D previews of these planets. And in fact, if you go to planetquest.io right now, you can see examples of literally every planet class and every sort of tier of planet. So even when people were buying, they were buying was literally a planet which you can see from orbit in full 3D in your browser in like just a few seconds, right? And so you've got this amazing cinematic looking planet from orbit which obviously when they initially bought them, they didn't quite know what their specific one would look like. So that's part of the excitement, right? And then people started picking up on all these traits and, and figuring out like, ooh, who has the coolest planet? But more so, we already announced obviously at that point, hey, these are not just planets from orbit. No, no, soon enough, you'll be able to see what they look like on the surface as well. And in fact, just I think a few months ago, we released the very first surface preview, which was like, giving the community the opportunity to fly essentially an exploration drone over one of our desert planets as part of sort of the larger cinematic storyline that we have, where for the first time they could see the surface. So in due time, like every one of these planets is going to have its own unique semi-procedurally generated surface where gameplay experiences will take place. That's awesome. I mean, it's literally like creating the universe from scratch. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's I also one of the enjoy, things that excites us a lot. <laughs> yeah, I also enjoy. I mean, that's something I've always from from my days, decades ago, first discovering Carl Sagan and the pale blue dot, and thinking about space exploration. It is one of the things that I always appreciated about it was the sense of kind of wonder that you get thinking about things on the planetary scale, and also the way that it brings you a little bit away from your own little world of whatever silly things are going on that rub you the wrong way. That's cool. Yeah. Galactic Entertainment is predicted to become one of the largest regional players in the metaverse. And and from what Josh mentioned, that makes sense based on kind of everything you've been able to accomplish. Pretty exciting. What's next on your roadmap here? So, well, on the Planet Quest end, like obviously like Galactic as a whole has this bigger mission of building these cinematic multiverses. So on the one hand, like on the Metascope, We're in talks with even major Hollywood players and such 
to potentially bring even some already well-established sort of on the movie end of things or on the series end of things franchises into sort of Web3 multiverses. But when you look at Planet Quest in particular, which obviously we're super excited about our own WIP, right? There, the next step is actually coming this month is gameplay previews. So basically what you have to imagine is like the community of Planet Quest has been on this journey, right? Like when we opened the gates on the 15th of December last year and we did a single press release, like 137,000 people flocked in like a week, right? Breaking Discord and leading to some funny Twitter exchanges (laughs) with the Discord team. And they have been going through this sort of interactive, massively interactive storyline where they went through a whole season of the story. As part of that story, we're kind of progressing to where the game begins. So all of this ties into the storyline. So that probe going through the wormhole, discovering sort of what's on the other side, that was part of the story. And now what's coming up next is they've created kind of a model of this planet that was now explored. And we're doing kind of an X-Men Danger Room-esque gameplay preview on that planet environment where you have the planet environment and your player character and the enemies are kind of like holographic imagery. And you Mm. get to try out some of the first sort of rough gameplay previews. And we're going to basically advance that along with the community so they get to try different angles that we're taking as we're also still figuring out the 30 seconds of fun, the, the you know, 10 minutes of fun, et cetera, et cetera, ourselves and try and get as much community feedback into that as possible. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating to me as well, as you talk your way through it, all the amazing like technologies that have evolved over the past decades, right. That come together to create something like this. I studied biology and the evolution of natural systems officially. and there's a lot that had to be learned along the way about how to create a system artificially, right? By with just a few equations or algorithms. It's crazy and things like that. stuff, cool. Ethan. Like yeah. literally, just to give you an idea, when we look at planet generation and we've shown some select people these videos, like even just in our tuning environment where we're tuning one class of planets and we have six, right? We've got volcanic planets and desert planets. And this one here behind me, you know, like this is concept art by the great John McCoy who worked on like multiple Star Wars movies, Marvel movies, et cetera, right? Hmm. Uh, Our art director. And like when we're generating these planets, we're talking literally hundreds of variables that are entirely or largely sort of machine tuned based on sort of the artist's signature and then based on literally sometimes hundreds of input images that are also, again, handcrafted sometimes by our art director himself to make sure that it all packs together into that vision we have for that particular type of planet. Yeah. Fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you got some great partners, investors like Immutable X, who we recently had on the show. Yeah, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, Robbie's great. So just generally excited about everything to come for your planetary adventures and just appreciate you coming by. It's yeah, make sure before you run off also, where can people go to find out more? social handles to follow or websites to visit before yeah, we take off. Definitely. So planetquest.io is the main website. Definitely join the community there. You'll go through Discord registration. You'll get to pick a faction, one of the three main factions in our universe. You'll get to have some nice beefs on our Discord with the other factions. Participate in the storyline where we literally have live votes every week on what's coming up next in this season of the story. 
right? We literally are in talks right now on publishing the first book, which is based on season one. That's coming out likely next year. So definitely join via that route. And other than that, you can find us on Twitter. It's at JoinPlanetQuest. But yeah, the website will generally lead you where you want to go. Beautiful. Lauren, well, thanks for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Likewise. It's a pleasure to speak to you both. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. We have reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs for today. So we'd like to thank everyone for exploring with us today. And we do have space for more adventures on this starship. So everyone make sure to invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How can you do that? You can go to Spotify or iTunes right now. You can rate us and say something awesome. You can go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. You can look us up on all major social platforms by typing edge of NFT with no spaces and start a fun conversation with us online. And lastly, be sure to tune in next time for more great NFT content. Thanks for sharing this time with us today. The views and opinions expressed on the Edge of NFT podcast reflect solely those views and opinions of the show creators and its guests. We're learning as we go, just like you. Please make sure to do your own research. Our podcast is not financial advice. There are multiple strategies and not all strategies fit all people. You understand that you are using any and all information available on or through this podcast at your own risk.